You may not think about a verbal autistic person needing speech therapy, but they just might. There's a special area called pragmatics that a neurotypical person doesn't necessarily know about and we kind of just learn, but then we can get confused. So join us as we sort out what pragmatics is and how it's helpful to be in SLP therapy. Welcome to the My Spectrum Life Podcast. I'm Jessica, an autism mom. With me is Kelsey and our good speech language pathologist friend, Hillary, as we discuss more about what SLP is. Right. Hey, how are you guys doing? Very good. <laughs> you? Good, good. So pragmatics. That was a term that they threw at me when Curtis was first diagnosed. And I was like, what? So what is exactly, can you tell us what, what, what pragmatics is? Yes. Okay. So short definition, pragmatics is social language. Anything that has to do with social communication. Now, if you break that into smaller parts, that is all kinds of things. Taking yeah. turns, that is sticking with a topic of conversation and not just jumping over to the next thing. There's like a natural transition to, you know, if your topic changes, that's greeting people, that's uh, asking for information, it's uh, requesting things, uh, di using different tones of voice for different people, mm -hmm. um, using different types of language depending on who you're speaking to. So when you're speaking to a teacher or your boss, you might speak more formally than you would if you were speaking to a friend. Um, so there's a grand arena of things that you could put in pragmatic language. Wow. Now, Kelsey, didn't you just um, name pretty much um, a good portion of Curtis's program at one point in time? Yeah. <laughs> I'm psyched. Right, right into that. We were talking the SLP left and right. Um, and it bleeds over with ABA because ABA mm -hmm. ultimately talks about with that social skills. Um, mm -hmm. and talking about how you would talk to somebody, um, right. but actually going down into the details and the smaller components of the how is where SLP mm -hmm. is beneficial um, yeah. because ABA therapists or SPED teacher, we're not explicitly taught. We're not, mm -hmm. it's not our area of expertise. Mm -hmm. so. so, so how do you, so we, so I've done both private practice um, for speech, and I've done school for mm -hmm. speech. Um, and as we've discussed before, it the pairing with a therapist is just paramount. You mm -hmm. have to be able to have that rapport with the student. You just don't get mm -hmm. a good amount of stuff. So tell me the difference of like how in the world is, say, if you're in the school system, how do you practice teaching someone how to greet or how to answer the door per se? Right. Okay. So typically I like to, I will, you know, whatever, depending on what the child's goal is, uh, right. we'll start with the rules. There are rules to social communication. Okay. Um, and kids on the spectrum surprisingly really strive with rules and structure. What? I know. Right. So, <laughs> um, we'll go through that first. Then we'll do what I call safe practice where we'll practice with our friends that usually come with them to group or with me or like another adult. And then we'll try to work on like generalizing those skills because like, let's just say greeting people. That's a big one that I have a lot. Um, you know, we'll have like an adult walking down the hall, you know, Hey, Miss Hillary. Hey, Johnny. 
and Johnny just continues along his way. It's, you know, teaching them to generalize those skills we've been working on. Like, you know, Miss Smith just said hello, and he's like, oh, hey. And then eventually, ideally, it gets easier and easier, and we generalize that skill. Because mm -hmm. I know for the longest time, and even now, I still, um, I make my, I make Curtis answer the door. Mm -hmm. so that he knows how to answer the door and mm -hmm. greet somebody properly. And that mm -hmm. was actually for the longest time. Didn't you take some data on that, Kelsey? We did. We actually did. And we had to, we would, she would let us know when somebody's coming so we can kind of prepare him a little better. Mm -hmm. um, but he would literally look forward to answering that door at sometimes. And sometimes he would just open and he'd be like, mm -hmm. I'm like, you're supposed to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it was, we did work on extensively on that. Now he's a pro, he's a pro. Yeah, mm -hmm. he is. So All what right. are some of the other things that you can, um, I know that there were a lot of times that Curtis was playing different games and he was uh, doing things like assessing uh, the situation and mm -hmm. understanding what what all can you, or I, I know it all depends on the goals. So how to actually, how do you find what goals you need there and then, go how do you what kind of how do you help with those goals right, right. so um we give uh what's called like a pragmatics checklist usually so mm -hmm. we'll give that to the teacher the parent and then i'll go in and do an observation and check off what skills i'm seeing and seeing what the child's lacking and mm -hmm. so that's what i use to do my goals because there are some standardized measures of pragmatics but if you have a kid that's higher functioning on the spectrum that like knows what the right answers are, but maybe not, doesn't necessarily carry those skills out. Yeah. They're going to do fine. They're not, and they'll, they'll, they'll like test out of that because, you know, one of the questions might be um, a stranger comes to your door and what, and what do you do? And so a kid that's higher on the spectrum might mm -hmm. say, well, I wouldn't let them in the house, but in reality, their mom might tell me that, you know, they open the door, the mailman's there. They don't know the mailman, you know, that kind of right. thing. Mm -hmm. So I typically will use something like that and discussing with the parents what they feel like the biggest lacks are for, and then what I'm seeing for them in the classroom. Right. And um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I've worked with kids um, with pragmatics because you're talking about tone and pragmatics. It also goes into email. So I work with the higher mm -hmm. kids and trying mm -hmm. to get them ready. And I've seen goals as in knowing how to do a salutation and how to formally type and talk mm -hmm. within an email mm -hmm. and how those tones are some of those, some of those, is that falls underneath pra pragmatics and like, mm -hmm. what you I, it, all, it all in social communication that may, that if you see that in IP, that may be li even listed as like a daily living skill, um, right. which there are all kinds of things that I work on with my kids. You know, I've, I'm trying to think of some of the like even crazier ones we've had, like how to um, call someone and order mm -hmm. like food, oh. you know, that type mm -hmm. of thing, because I personally always make sure to have them tell me the order back so that I'm not upset when my food gets there and it's wrong. Right. And to make sure that you take pauses between the things that you're saying about your food to make sure that they heard everything you said, that they could put it down correctly. Mm -hmm. And really, you know, when you're working on these skills, especially when a child's like that far along, like those higher level skills, when you explain to them and they understand why you're doing it the way that you're doing it, it's much easier for them is versus just saying we do it like that's the way that we do it. It's, right. it's much easier for them to understand the why if you tell them what is what's going on. 
So if you are, have a child like mine who tests out on paper, mm -hmm. how can you make sure they actually are continuing to use the skills that they've learned? Mm -hmm. um, that all comes back to me, at least for me, at least to accountability. Like if you know mm -hmm. that he knows the right answers, that means that he should really be able to carry out those skills. And that's just a matter of, you know, you taking like your own personal data saying, okay, I know that you can do, can greet people, you know, when they speak to you. So I'm going to hold you accountable for that and make sure that, you know, every time someone speaks to you, that you're greeting them and telling them hello, asking them about their day, that type of thing. Wow. Well, that's a lot to think about. And if, when you're trying to find somebody who's good, I, I know sometimes it was difficult for me to find the proper place to uh, put my son, especially when it came to those pragmatics, will it mm -hmm. say like, if you're, when you're researching, like you told us before, we really need to research. Will they mm -hmm. say that they specialize in pragmatics or what are some key words that we can look for? So sometimes for, for me, at least I would ask uh, how many years experience some okay. of their therapists have, because I know at least for me being that the spectrum of speech pathology is so ginormous I did not know everything that I needed to know when I first came out of graduate school to be able right. to help my kids the way that I needed to. But I did my own research and found out things that I needed to know. And some therapists will tell you, will tell you straight out, be like, I don't work with that many children with autism. And some companies are going to say, well, all of our therapists are equally trained, which is true. We all are. Mm -hmm. But like I've said before, some people are better at other things than others are. So right. it might take some trial and error. And honestly, if your therapist that you're talking with is more social and more communicative, chances are that's going to be a skill that they're going to transfer to a student also. That makes sense. That nice. makes sense. That is some great information. Well, let us know by uh, sending us an email of what it is that you have found that has helped you find the proper uh, therapist. And if there's any other pragmatic issues that you are wondering about by emailing us at info at myspectrumlife.com or uh, sending us a message or comment at Facebook and Instagram at My Spectrum Life, or you can tweet us at My Spectrum Life with that number one. And remember, even though our appointment books are going to start filling up with lots of therapy, and it may be to that uh, speech language office with a lot of faith, love, and tons of fidget toys, we'll make it. Bye. <laughs>